You're listening to Marcus Sahaba Online Radio Podcast. Pertinence uh, punctuated, mashallah. Pertinence uh, punctuated a uh, segment uh, that is uh, tailor-made uh, for you, for your, mashallah, listening pleasure. And also, you know, to conscientize us and to get us onto the state and narrow. And perhaps uh, perhaps having a refined disposition and following the sunnah of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And we have our Sheikh Shoei Maida, Madina University graduate. He's a uh, uh, alim. Also, he's uh, an imam of a musalla there in uh, Durban called uh, the Sales. Sheikh Shoei Maida is uh, well known for his uh, humanitarian work around uh, South Africa and uh, Southern Africa. And Allah bless him for that. Sheikh Shoei Maida, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. And Jazakallah khair for joining us on your segment of pertinence are punctuated. Hiding is fine, beautiful evening, Ya Sheikh. Wa alaykum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh to my brother Shafat Ahmed Khan and all the dear listeners of Markaz al-Sahaba this evening, the voice of Ahlu Sunnah wal Jama'ah. Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen, Thumma Alhamdulillah, we are all okay. And Allah is doing us good at all the time and we don't know what to do to thank him enough for the favors he's bestowed upon us, Shafat. Absolutely, uh, the favors uh, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us. And we are so very fortunate that the, one of the biggest favors that Allah has bestowed us is with the deen of Islam. And, you know, when uh, you are a Muslim, you are, inshallah, hopefully you are a cut above the rest. You have refined disposition. You have, uh, you know, a, a, a role model to emulate in that of a Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa And, you know, we are this uh, evening are discuss- discussing respect begets respect to give respect to all and not just those uh, you like is a true meaning of giving respect. Respect, uh, not being able to show respect, says a lot about ourselves uh, than, uh, you know, uh, that we that we know uh, about ourselves. Because once we learn to respect, uh, then uh, we get respect, uh, Sheikh Shoei Maida. And in this respect, I'd like uh, your perspective uh, uh, this evening, yeah, Sheikh. You know, Chef, uh, that's the correct, actually, uh, topic that we're talking about this evening. And um, look, I mean, we talk about respect. I mean, that's uh, one of the most important values that a human being should actually uh, have in them. And uh, based on uh, the dealings and everything they do, there must be that kind of respect. And uh, to begin with, Chef, you need first to respect yourself in order to be able to respect the next person. Because if you cannot respect yourself, definitely there will be no way you could respect the next person. So that's in the way you talk, the way you eat, the way you sleep, the manner you handle your issues. All that, if there's respect in that, definitely you'll be the super role model as well. Because remember, we come from the best uh, of the role models that nobody has ever seen on the surface of earth, which is going to be Muhammad, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Even Allah Ta'ala mentions about him and says, said, definitely, I have given you the perfect role model of Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa for those that knows that one day we have to go back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and stand on the day of judgment. So definitely respect becomes uh, the key aspect of that because I say if you respect yourself, Shah, you'll be able to value uh, yourself and see what are the values that are derived from your deen that you need to follow. So you find salah is part of it. Respect for yourself is part of it. Respect of your spouse, your children, your parents, 
your neighbors, your neighborhood, your community, and everybody's there. Respect for how you conduct yourself as far as business transactions are involved or any other transaction involved, definitely that will show what kind of a human being you are based on uh, the respect you have for others, chef. You know, definitely you will not be able to start judging others wrong when you cannot judge yourself. Definitely you must judge yourself first, then that's where you know how to respect the next person. Yes, it's a good topic, chef. And I think respect is a key aspect that we Muslims should adorn at all the time, inshallah. Now, Sheikh, um, either whilst you're talking, my mind is swimming, is swimming in a pool of thoughts. And, uh, you know, you're giving respect, you're taking respect. So, you know, to be the bigger human being, uh, being the greater soul, and uh, to respect others, the one, you know, who reciprocates are the ones who are of your mindset, you know, that you're always reciprocating because you're on the same wavelength. Just because someone else is rude to us, uh, Sheikh Shoemaida, why do we have to lose our natural qualities and be rude? Uh, we, at that time, you said, no, man, this guy is pushing his luck. And suddenly, uh, because of that opposition's behavior, we ourselves uh, stoop to a level of showing disrespect to that individual because he disrespected us. How would you evaluate that? You know, because we have already told ourselves we have to emulate Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu you know, in how he was, uh, how he should treat people. But if those that showed him disrespect, he was so good to them also. But we, maybe we got a, a tinge of pride in us. And that's why we, be, we behave like that, Sheikh Shreem Maida. No, no, definitely, Shaf. Uh, that's why we say we're missing the values of, uh, of, our, of our religion, which is actually a spiritual kind of values that we should be getting. If somebody disrespects you, you must remember, sometimes it's a test from Allah Ta'ala to see how we're going to handle that situation. So everything that we do is a test that Allah is putting us through. So if somebody disrespects you, start swearing at you, talking things, don't go stand back on the, on the mountain and start swearing, you know. People not notice the difference at the end of the day, you know. The only answer you answer to a fool is to keep quiet. You know, silence is golden. So when you start standing up, I mean, you're supposed to be on a different angle and you stand on this level. So definitely people will never notice the difference. As you say, look, you, if you look at that um, uh, small surah shaft that we did, you know, towards the end of the surah, it takes about all these sins, all you non-believers, do not worship what you worship, neither do you worship what, you worship what I worship, neither did I worship what you worship, you know. So it tells you they've got their own kind of pattern of things. So we have to show that distinction between us and them where you don't start uh, shouting and screaming and swearing back at them and the rest of that. Because then you won't be able to give a, a correct ending to that surah shaft, where towards the end it says, Lakum din, ukum din. you know, you have your own separate region that does not teach you morals and uh, uh, that does, that has no direction. Din, and also we have our own region that turns good up. Actually, the direction for us to live in this world and even when we live in this world, and once we are parking in the next world, we have all the directions. So definitely, if you get involved with those people and you start fighting back and swearing back, people might not notice the difference. I'll say, Lakum din, din, will not make any value because they're swearing, they're fighting, you're doing the same thing. So they won't be two religions, it'll be one religion of theirs because now you've chosen their path where you stand and fight and swear. But this is a time where you enjoy some patience and okay, and also some self-respect to say, I'm a Muslim, definitely this does not move me. Whatever he's saying, whatsoever, whichever language they're using, this is hurting us yes, in my heart. But, you know, 
it's got nothing to worry, for me to worry about. I leave everything in Allah's hands. Say, Ya Allah, you are the best judge. You guide me through this situation. But I'm not going to stop that law. So that's how we should be as Muslims, Shah. Yes, sir, Sheikh Shoei Maida, really enjoying this conversation with you this evening. You know, respect begets respect. And, uh, you know, Sheikh, it is earned by uh, treating others with respect, as we were saying earlier on, that is uh, respecting their needs and their feelings. For instance, uh, Sheikh uh, Shoei Maida, if, uh, you know, one of our colleagues uh, need to talk to us, uh, you know, regarding something that is bothering them uh, and the job and many other things, and then, you know, we can earn uh, their respect by accepting uh, their needs and voluntarily listen to them. And, you know, very few people today, uh, uh, you know, don't take the time to listen to the others because, hey, I've got no time, you know, I'm in a hurry, I've got this appointment and I have to do this and that. And uh, just to uh, find out that that person they didn't listen to or that person came for help, uh, you know, Allah, Allah, Allah forbid, uh, committed suicide, Sheikh uh, Shoaib Maida. So, uh, you know, perhaps, uh, you know, indulging a little on that uh, type of, uh, you know, uh, showing respect to person or indulging person that come to you for help, for advice, uh, Sheikh? It's, it's very simple in that aspect. Definitely, You know, a Muslim should be a brother to a next Muslim. So which means if it's a brother, you should be the hearing shoulder from the next Muslim. They come to you, they want to discuss about something. Give the person some hearing because you never know what they're going through in life. And you must remember some people or some uh, individuals are good at bottling issues where they do not talk. You know, they just keep it, keep it, keep it until they cannot handle it anymore. Until the uh, space or say the memory where all this is being stored is full uh, and is saturated. There's nothing that you can save anymore. And what happens, as you said, now you find a brother that just goes and hangs himself up. And yet you are there to listen to the person. You start saying, putting excuse, no, I'm busy. I've got an appointment. I've got this, I've got that. You know, sometimes it's good actually uh, to do good for the next person than to look into your own self's good first. You know, like somebody comes, they want to talk to you, definitely give them a hearing. You can always switch your appointment for a later stage. You can pick up the call and say, please, uh, Muffman, I have something very urgent that I need to attend to, so I'm going to be delayed for the appointment. Please, I'll let you know in a few minutes uh, if I can make it uh, uh, later, but I can try and make it later. But for now, there is some pressing issue I need to attend to. Then listen to the brother and listen even to the sister what they want to say. And sometimes you end up hearing things that you didn't you know, think are existing in this world. And finally, you find somebody who's there resorting, saying, no, you are my last resort. That, you know, if I don't talk to you now, I think there's no, uh, actually, any more reason for me to be living in this dunya. I'd rather just go because, you know, I felt I'm going towards the end of it and I'm hitting a, a brick wall and that I cannot manage to overcome and go through. So, but at least, alhamdulillah, I spoke to you. And then also you encourage the person. You know, like you get people, Shaf, to give example. They tell you, you know, I've reached to the point that, you know, I just want to go and just kill myself because now there's nothing. You know, so people like that, how do you, you ask them a simple question? So you ask them, you know, you're a Muslim first place and uh, you know that we have to go back to Allah to answer for our dealings. So do you think it's a good thing that you want to be uh, a coward where you want to run away from these issues and yet you go and pay double for suicide and pay for other problems? You know, simple things like that, you speak to the person in a nice manner, firm, but also in the way that you're showing compassion to the person. Really, it gives a good uh, hearing hand to the person where at the end of the day, they tell you not, I really thought this is the end of it, I need to go do that. But now after speaking to you, really, 
you've made me understand and open my eyes to say that's not the solution. I need to stand up and face the problem head on. And maybe if I need help, you say, yes, if you need some assistance, come to me. We can talk and help you and help one another to get through all the hurdles and issues that are happening. You know, that's what it means to be a Muslim is a brother to another Muslim because you stand there for them. And inshallah, one, one day or so, they'll come and stand up for you, Shah. Absolutely. Uh, you know, uh, Sheikh, uh, Sheikh Maga, you know, agreed. Uh, absolutely there. And, you know, without respect, uh, they, they, I mean, they cannot be uh, that muhabba and, you know, that feeling that between, uh, I'm talking mother and father. You respect your mother. You respect your father. There's a bond. There's a relationship. You respect your teacher. You, uh, you know, you respect uh, uh, your neighborhood and you you'll find that there's a reciprocation. And they can, uh, you know, husband and wife relationship, if there's a respect between the couples, then that's a blossoming uh, relationship. Uh, respect is necessary component uh, component for having a true muhabba, Sheikh Shwe Maida. Without respect, there is a destruction, uh, Sheikh. No, no, definitely. You see, uh, when you have uh, that kind of respect between yourselves, even in a marriage, remember that Allah Ta'ala is there with you guys and also uh, the angels are there actually uh, writing down, jotting all the good things that you're doing. And your marriage blossoms and uh, also everybody that looks at you people are keep be admiring you because simply that's that kind of respect and now if you look at that shaft definitely when that uh, respect comes even wherever you go you sit back you wanted to do some kind of nonsense you look back to say no i got to respect my spouse at home what if i'm doing nonsense here <laughs> and then i carry some unnecessary illnesses and go give it to her i mean what kind of human being i'm going to be you know just simple things like that you know if i'm doing this and yet, I mean, I go home, start smiling, and I think I've done nothing wrong. Am I a good human being? You know, all that kind of respect to the next person really builds you towards doing something that is really essential, that nobody can ever buy it, you know, and uh, no amount of money can be put to that. So we need to be having that kind of uh, uh, conscious and respect. You think about the next person before you think about your own happiness first. Because sometimes you want to be happy, and that happiness lasts a few seconds, and yet the damage, that follows that happiness of yours really goes a very wrong way that actually you wish one day to say, why did I do this? I wish I couldn't have, I, I, couldn't, I, I did not do this. And that is too late already because it's done. So yes, we need to have that good uh, kind of uh, uh, thinking before we do anything. First for self-respect and thinking, if what I am doing now, which I know will not be good for the next person or my spouse at home, what will I feel if also she did something of the similar uh, sort to me? And I mean, I'm not seeing and somebody tells me why I see it. So definitely that will give you a barrier to understand that it's not good, you know, to hurt the next person's feelings. So you, and you need to have respect for the next person's feelings and your own feelings. And that way you will be happy and your family will be very happy and everybody around you will be very happy because simply you have respect for them. And through that respect, you actually keep everybody happy and make sure everything is done accordingly where nobody gets in trouble or nobody loses out in the values because of your doing shaf. Yeah, hey, yeah, yeah, Sheikh, you know, and you know, when you look at the things, the reality is the golden rule is a moral principle, you know, which denotes that you should treat others the way you want to be treated, yeah, Sheikh. For example, you know, the golden rule means that if you want people to treat you with respect, then you as an individual should treat them with respect too. And too often we find, you know, uh, even some of your, you, you uh, some people that you consider being your friend. And how do you get to know that they are a true friend when you find them, you know, they uh, maybe this, uh, 
talking to someone whom they perceive as a higher, you know, high in the, uh, the, 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 the ladder of being maybe a professor or a mufti or so on. And there you are and you look at your friend, but he ignores you because he's in the company of the esteemed. And, you know, how do you treat your friend like that? You know, he plays according to, uh, to the climate or the conditions that he's in. But, you know, in his mind, uh, he'll drop you at uh, any moment, at any time. Yeah. No, no, definitely. You know, um, Shav, this is what happens sometimes. You know, as you said already, you know, you must remember that uh, uh, on Abhi has taught us, you know, when it comes to that, you say, You know, you can never claim to be a true believer, you know, until and unless uh, you love for the fellow Muslim brother for what you love for your own self. So definitely, if you love for yourself to be in Jannah, you have to love Jannah for the next person. Similarly, if you love uh, uh, yourself to be in a better position where nobody ridicules you, so the same thing you must wish for the next person, where you don't allow anybody to ridicule them because of your doing of making them getting hurt in the uh, that, uh, in, in, in things that you do or things that you say. So the same way you wouldn't want anybody to put you in that kind of position where you must be ridiculed and looked up, upon like somebody who's silly or who doesn't know what they're doing or somebody who's valueless in life. Really, you must wish for the same for the next person. So don't uh, make the other person feel uh, inferior because of your doings. Make sure everybody feels the good of being a better human being because of you are there to help and support them and do things that are right to make sure that they don't lose out in dignity. You know, that's what we should be standing for as Muslims. You must remember is that or dignity is a key aspect of us to be happy. So if you're going to infringe on somebody's dignity, definitely you're losing the values of being a true believer. And that's not what should be done by us Muslims. We need to be avoiding that at other times. Our values, uh, our, our, our value system is there to elevate one another and to make sure we uh, demonize other uh, sect or actually make other people feel inferior and you feel you're better than the next person. Because you must remember that also a sad quality of shaitan, Shah. You must remember shaitan's quality is I'm better than you, you know. You must remember when our father Adam was created and uh, Allah Ta'ala commanded all the angels to bow before Adam. Uh, just as a respect to the creation of Allah Ta'ala. And Shaitan said, no, I'm better than him. You know, I'm being created by, from, from fire and is created from dust. So that tells you that, you know, once you start having this kind of uh, uh, complexes, feeling you're better than the next person or you can read it to anybody, definitely you get yourself in the quality of Shaitan, which you don't want. Inna shaitan because we know that Shaitan to his creator, has been the one that rejects faith and the one that rejects faith and goes against Allah Ta'ala, we know the end result is only Jahannam. So definitely we need to avoid at all costs this kind of behavior and adorn that kind of uh, uh, behavior which brings self-respect to us in a similar manner will be respectable to anybody that we come across. And this is regardless of the deen. You must remember, Shaf, you know, our deen uh, to spread, to flourish where it is uh, in other parts of the world it wasn't people going around and calling the people to Islam and the rest of that. They went, they respected the people, they traded, they respected the rules of trading. And when the people saw all that kind of uh, a life set up, they asked the question, but you guys, the way you trade and the way you talk to us, really is something different from how we behave our own selves. Tell us, what is the reason behind this? And they say, because of our religion, this is what teaches us we must be like this when trading, when we conduct ourselves towards people and how 
and the respect we should have to people. And even every transaction we have, this is why we're doing what we're doing. And the people accept Islam in masses, including ourselves, simply because of the respect that they had for themselves, respect they had for their deen, and respect they had for the fellow human beings they live with. That's what drove them to come to the deen, Shah. No, absolutely, yes, Sheikh Shoebaida. And, you know, to be, uh, if you, as an individual, if you do introspection and if you think within yourself, you know, I always say this, he that knows his heart, he knows himself, and he that knows himself, he knows his Lord. And, you know, when you do that introspection and you have Allah in your life and as the, uh, you know, uh, added uh, value to that by following the sunnah of Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa then, you know, we will think very deeply, Sheikh Shoebaida, you know, we'll be true to ourselves, uh, we'll be very helpful, uh, we'll be inspiring not only ourselves, but we will inspire those that are near and around us. And, you know, we'll be kind to everyone. And, you know, we will have such a sukoon uh, within us that uh, respect will come automatically all round, Yashek. Your thoughts? No, no. No, definitely, Shaf. You know, you must remember one thing that we forget, Shaf, is that... Uh, we take life for granted, you know, and uh, uh, we seem to forget uh, that uh, we're here for a specific period of time, which only is, is known to Allah Ta'ala, that you and I, we don't know how long we're going to be here. And imagine if I come and upset you and I just show disrespect to you, and then next minute I die, what happens to me? You tell me when you hear the message to say that uncle was the disrespected, he passed out, he passed out, what did you say? As a Muslim person say, inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi rajwan. But at, at that very moment, first, you want to think first, you said, may Allah make it easier for them. First, you say, no, ah, they deserve it. The way they come, they spoke to me, the way they humiliated me, I think they deserve to go because they're not good human beings. That's just natural. It comes natural for me. And once that is said, you know, you must remember when the person is dead, everything that is said around uh, the marhum is actually uh, made amin by the angels. You know, you aminun ala mai the angel say, I mean, what people are saying. So if you say that, the angel say, I mean. So what does it mean to me? It means I have to go through that threshold of fire because actually I have humiliated Fakutu and I took it for granted to say I'm going to leave until tomorrow whenever so I can show you plain or I can show I'm the boss. But yet now, after doing what I did, I thought I'm showing me, I'm showing to be a boss. Now the real boss have taken me and I'm le I have taken me in a position that I'm owing you an apology for the way I've conducted myself or which I've not paid for. And in life, we need to understand, Sharp, in reality, that there's no debt that will go unpaid for. We have to pay for every debt that we owe. So if I do not pay you now, whether it's financially, I pay you back. Definitely when you go to Kiyama Day, at that time when things are going wrong, I still have to pay you. You know, if I don't have any good that I can pay you back for my for, for my kitty, I have to take your sins and put it in my kitty. That's how payment is. So making sure that Every debt is paid for completely, and there's no one that is screaming and saying, but you owed me or he owed me, he didn't pay me. So Allah is with that system that it has to be paid back. So we need to be careful when it comes to that, because life is got no guarantees. The next minute we're here, the next minute we're out. So if you're respectful to people and everybody, knowing next minute you are, next minute you're here, definitely the moment the news spreads out that so-and-so is gone, Everybody will say inna lillahi wa inna and start making duas immediately. Allah grant the person Jannah, forgive them for uh, the shortcomings, and Allah make the place the better place where they're going, and actually give them better companions where they're going until Qiyamah comes. Ya Allah, and that's the dua that everyone makes. So if we forget about these nitty gritty things that uh, this life is got no guarantee, you can wake up in the morning feeling good, 
and the next hour you're feeling sad, you end up in hospital. That's life today. You know, a good person that looks very fit, walking around and doing things, and the next person who was always sick every second day in hospital, you find a message that comes is that person that looks fit and good to say, they go and they passed on, and the one who's sick, they in, they out of hospital, they're still there. So it tells you that we mustn't take this type of granted. And the moment we understand that it's not for granted, definitely you'll have that respect for yourself to say, I do not want to hurt the next person. What if I do that? Then Allah decides I need to go back to him. What would be my condition? What am I going to pay back for that? Actually, a misdemeanor that I've done to the next person. So we need actually to be careful of that and calculating our goals and knowing that anytime we might go to Allah Ta'ala. So make sure if it's the next minute, we go with clean hearts. We go with no grudges with anybody. And we go without owing anybody in terms of behavior-wise and even character-wise. We go as safe, respect, uh, respectful person that respected everybody. And in the same manner, because of the respect, we respect Allah and his Rasul. And therefore, with the moment we close our eyes, we start seeing beautiful and good things, which is a sign of being in Jannah Shah. No, well said there, Sheikh Shreemaiza. Allah bless you for that analysis there. And, uh, you know, really thought-provoking. One point that you made there was about apologizing, you know, to apologize. And when you apologize that you're wrong, the person that, that you'd have, you know, had done wrong to, I mean, his respect for you will quadruple that, yeah? No, no, definitely it will, because, I mean, uh, now you understand you've done wrong, you come back and say, no, I realize I shouldn't have done what I've done. I know sometimes, you know, when they say uh, uh, silence is golden because look, you can say a lot of things, and you come back to say, you, you seek apology, and they say, we apologize to you. But remember what you've said will not, will not be aroused from the system. People still remember, say, but he just said, A, B, C, D, ah, that gentleman, he can be very high. So that will not go away. So rather keep quiet in the places where you feel you're upset than to say something that you regret it tomorrow because people will use that against you wherever you go, despite asking for forgiveness. But that word will not be aroused from the system, sir. It is something uh, that we find uh, that is very inherent in most uh, human beings. We're not saying all human beings, uh, but most of uh, human beings, they do not celebrate the you know the achievements of others when someone is you know thriving or uh, doing good work and uh, benefiting uh, you know uh, humanity or uh, even uh, the house of Islam. But very rarely do we have uh, individuals going and embracing and celebrating and encouraging those uh, people that are doing great jobs, uh, Yashay. Yeah, and this is another actually short for that we have today, Shafa. Actually, uh, jealousy and envy has gotten into us in a deep end that actually we want everything must be me, must be, must be, be doing, you know. And yet, actually, we need to go out there and actually celebrate the people that are standing up, you know, outshining the communities and doing good. Because, I mean, we need a few individuals that does that and that they do it for the pleasure of Allah. And you find some, uh, Shav, you and me, we know quite some individuals that actually you never hear them. They will never say a word about what they do. But because we've spoken to the people and we've made them a certain ground on doing good work, that's the only time we realize this person does ABCD. And you find some actually that actually messengers that are just doing a job for the people that are sitting in the background that are saying anything, and they stand up and start showing, shouting people, and I mean, talking a lot of bad words to other people, just simply, actually, they've been given an amount of them as despite this kind of actually, uh, of help or assistance to, to other human beings. I mean, we're finding that, where actually, you go there, you'll be humiliated, ridiculed, just to get a, uh, a tin of baked beans and maybe a tin, a tin fish, just to get that, actually, you sit the whole day 
and like you be looking upon like you, you are nothing. Okay, this doesn't go well, Shafa. We need to start respecting one another. We human beings, you know, our Nabi Shasalam, uh, if you see his tradition, Shafa, anything that came to him at his disposal that he must give it to the poor and the needy, he made sure before he goes to bed, everything is gone complete and everybody's got it, which is very unlikely today, Shafa. And uh, I'm talking this through experience where so you go to our so called uh, uh, reputable organizations that they keep the food stuff that is sitting there, maybe sometimes for two years. They, they even go off the expiry date for another year, and they think sometimes get to be thrown away. And yet, there's people that need it, and the people that are poor and need it. And this is happening. I'll say, please start going into a warehouses and checking the lifespan of things that you're keeping, or the lifespan of things that you think you're gonna give it for next year. But please try and make sure you give people something that is decent, that is okay, that is actually uh, consumable. Because you end up somebody giving you something that's good to be consumed, and then you leave it stayed until it goes in expire not and come to give it to the people and it harms the people's house, which is not good. So yes, that is kind of respect as well to understand that this is an amana that is coming from the people and the people want it to be despised. They would have done it themselves, but they're giving us a job to do. So get the job done, most especially when you have perishables and all these foodstuffs, please look at the expiry date and the better you give it out, uh, the, soon, the sooner you give it out, the better because actually that makes a difference. Somebody's going to consume something that is Good and actually, that is better. Yeah, sure, sure, Maza. And uh, finally, you know, when we keep uh, our promises, uh, being a you know person of our words, and you know, it shows other individuals that, that we have integrity and uh, that uh, you know we have self-respect. And you know, people will respect us for for being that uh, type of person. You know, who uh, will be known as an honest broker. Yeah, sure. No, no, definitely, Shav. We have to be. Uh... Uh, in that notion of actually adopting those kind of qualities where actually you become honest brokers in the sense of actually being the center of actually guidance to others and making sure things are done accordingly, but not actually the fire uh, that fuels anything that comes in. Somebody says A, then you add B, C, D, E to that in order to cause a confusion and make more trouble out of the people and watching and seeing people crumble and having issues because you are part and parcel of hearing the news and you take it in the wrong direction. So you must always be in the neutral ground where everybody wants to come and talk to, to us. Everybody wants to come and seek advice from you. And everybody wants to come and lay out the issue. Even when they're wrong, they'll come to you and say, you know, I think I did wrong. I did A, B, C, D. Please advise me. How do I handle? How do I come about this situation? This is what I'm having with my children or with my wife or with my family. How do we work around this? And sincerely and honestly, you give a good opinion and a good advice to the people. And the people start living in harmony. That's what we need to do, Bishak. We need to be... Yeah, hopefully, we haven't lost uh, Sheikh Shoaib Maida. No, no, I'm here. I'm here. Oh, I'm right, here. okay. Yeah, Sheikh Shoaib Maida, we just lost you for a, a few seconds there. But uh, Alhamdulillah, great chat with you this evening. You know, Allah bless you for it. And uh, inshallah, we'll have a... Uh, uh, a chat uh, next week this time, and uh, Allah keep you. And uh, with a lot of respect, uh, Sheikh Shoaib Maida. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Yes, sir, time for us to go for a break. When you get back, inshallah, we'll be joined by Maulana Salim Karim.